How many times have you gotten to the end of the day and you have yet to even hear your thoughts to know what you're thinking? Having those few moments of silence are golden. Sit with your thoughts. And even if that thought, if you're thinking of your nice warm bed that's waiting for you in the other room, but really like just focus in on becoming one with your mind. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. So today we're talking about, once again, we're talking about creating a miracle morning. And it's creating a routine that sets you up for a successful day. I wake up earlier than my kids. Let me just get that out there. I wake up earlier than my kids. There was a time where I didn't. There was a time where I rolled out of bed or my kids woke me up and I found that my days were hectic. I easily became overwhelmed. I always, I woke up feeling like I was already behind. I already felt like I, when I wake up, when my kids wake me up, I wake up kind of on the wrong side of the bed. I feel like there's so much to do that I don't have enough time that I just don't, I can't, I can't do it all. And I know that's what we talk about, about not doing it all. But I found it was hard because I don't, I don't even know. I can't even remember back in high school. I should ask my mom this. If I was always like a morning person, a night person, I felt like I always took after my dad, which he was a morning person. But I definitely wasn't one to wake up at 6 a.m. in the morning. In fact, when I first started waking up early, um, it was really hard to do. It was really hard to do to wake up before my kids, especially when my kids were like newborn and little and be waking up at like 6 or 6.30. Any earlier was, let's just say hell to wake up earlier than them. I just wasn't motivated to do it. I just wasn't into it. Um, But just then getting like starting that, not a routine, but starting that practice of waking up before my kids, it became a positive reinforcement. Once I started doing it, I realized that there was so much power in waking up earlier than your kids. And at first I started waking up like 10 minutes earlier. Just having a 10 minute head start helped me put, put me in a better place to be able to get my head in the game. And, um, be better able to tackle the day and all that life throws at me during the day. So just 10 minutes. But then when I woke up 10 minutes, it was, you know, kind of an object in motion stays in motion. Once I woke up 10 minutes earlier, I was like, I want to wake up a half hour earlier. Like if I felt so much better waking up 10 minutes earlier and getting that head start, like how much better would waking up 30 minutes? I'm at the point right now in my life where I wake up about an hour and a half earlier. And so that means when, when the summer is here, or like say today, my kids are still sleeping and it's 20 to, to nine. Um, and oh, here comes one now. Come in. Come in. All right. 
I walked away. But it's 20 to 9, and apparently one of my kids is up. But when, like, when they have off or the summer or anything, I still wake up at 4.45. I wake up at 4.45, usually by the time I, like, go to the bathroom, get a drink of water. Um, it's about 5 o'clock, which is when I like to start, even though, you know, brushing my I brush my teeth as well because that kind of wakes me up. That's all part of my routine, but that's not what we're talking about today. I'm going to share with you ways, what you can do and what, what could be included in your morning to help you get up earlier, help you set yourself up, get that head start in your day. Moms Without Capes Inner Circle is a calm space for overwhelmed moms to slow down, connect, grow, and share. If you've lost yourself in the throes of motherhood and you forget who you are outside of your role as a mom or a wife, join the inner circle to better know yourself as a woman, to learn how you can fall in love with yourself, and to get comfortable with being yourself. Connect with other women who are walking a similar path, rediscovering who we are under our mom hat. Find out more by following the link in the show notes of this episode or by visiting momswithoutcapes.com backslash inner dash circle. We'd love to have you as part of our circle. So today my kids have off, so my kids have been, they sleep a little later, so I still wake up at five, and I was able to kind of stretch out and, and ease even more into the day and actually get some things done. Because in the morning when I, like on a typical morning, which today's not typical because they have off, but on a typical morning, there are a string of things that I do, string of activities that help me get mentally and physically prepared for the day. And I'm not talking about doing laundry or putting away the dishes from the night before. Like those things are not part of my morning routine. There's occasionally like a there are days that I, I do that, that I do include that, especially if like my daughter needed her volleyball jersey and she put it in the wash the night before, I'll, I'll throw it in the dryer the next morning, like when I wake up, so it's done for, for when I wake her up or whatever, when she wakes up. But on a typical morning, I, I stay away from actually doing household chores because that's not gonna help me get more done during the day. That stuff can wait. I need to be in a good place and I need to get that head start to get myself ready, to get myself prepared for that day, for the day. So that's what I'm talking about today, is creating that morning routine that's gonna set you up for success, for a good day, for an awesome day, for an amazing day. Um, the thing is, is with a morning routine, I'm gonna share with you some ideas today, but it has to be personalized. It has to make sense for you and it has to be flexible. Like I just said, there's some days where I do switch the laundry or if we did have a lot of dishes the night before, I might, you know, just take five minutes and put them in the cabinet. A morning routine has to be personalized. It has to be meaningful to you. It has to help you get that head start, but it also has to be flexible because there's gonna be times where you're not gonna be able to be completely in the routine, like doing everything, like checking off the boxes. There's gonna be days when you have to be flexible, right? And that's just being a mom. That's just being a mom and keeping your sanity. <laughs> it's just having that ability to be flexible. Today I'm talking about 
something that I learned in Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. So before I started, before I read that book, and I read it a few, uh, probably about two years ago, before I read that book, I was getting up. And my morning routine always looked, like what I did in the morning always looked different. I don't even know if you can call that a routine, but I guess it was because, I mean, there was days that I did the same thing, but I was really floundering. Like I, I, I well, I use the word floundering, but I, I really, I didn't have like a set, like, I guess I didn't have names to what I did. So some days I would read the Bible. Some days I would read a book. I would, I would write. Um, I did some parts of the Miracle Morning as hell. Um, refers to it in his book, like the miracle morning. But when I read his book, I wanted to implement more of what his ideas were because he had done all this research on the most successful people. And I forget even how he defined the word success because that's, you know, not one definition fits all. But anyway, he studied all of these people who seem to have like successful lives and took the, he noticed some common practices that all of these people did. And if you're interested in The Miracle Morning, it's a book. And since he wrote the original one, he actually wrote a lot of different Miracle Morning versions, Miracle Mornings for like real estate agents, real, uh, The Miracle Morning for like CEOs, The Miracle Morning. He actually has one, I think, for parents, if you're interested in learning more about that. And then he also came out with a movie, and I think it's on Netflix or Amazon, about Miracle Morning and his journey of how he did this research and came up with these practices that he found were common among all of these successful people. So during, let me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to backtrack for a second or digress. During the pandemic, when the pandemic first happened, like back in March 2020, when it first came to the U.S., I was counseling a lot of clients. And one of the things that I noticed in a lot of my clients was the lack of structure. And the lack of structure, structure was causing a lot of my clients, who were men and women, to really, you know, enter a depression and their anxiety levels went through the roof because they weren't working, their kids were home from school, there was a lot of upheaval, as we know, and they had no structure to their day, to their mornings, their nights, their evenings, like their afternoons, like nothing was normal. Nothing was how they had come to, to how they, how their days usually were, were no longer. And this lack of structure created a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety and a lot of mental health issues to come up. And one of the things that I did with these clients was we worked on creating structure, you know, getting back to like getting dressed, developing those routines, especially in the morning, because that's going to set your, that's going to be the foundation for your entire day. But creating these routines that help provide structure. And that's what the morning, the miracle morning is all about is creating that structure to your morning so that you can have that strong foundation that's going to take you through the rest of the day. It's important for your psychological health, important for your functioning, and it's also important for your long-term success. Well, short-term and long-term success. Short-term, like just for the day, but also setting you up for your long-term success is to be able to create this structure or this, this framework in your morning 
that's going to carry you through the rest of your days. So Hal, Hal Elrod, in this Miracle Morning, he talked about six practices or six main areas that we should be focusing on. And I hate to use the word should because I know I talk about like, you know, staying away from like what we should do because then we feel guilty or we feel bad when we don't do these things. But these are just five or six practices that he suggests and that he noticed that these successful people did each day that allowed them to be successful, that provided that framework for their success or their foundation. And so he talked about savers. Hal Elrod, he talked about these six areas. Okay, so they're the SAVERS, and that's just his acronym so that we can remember what these six activities are, what these six areas are. So SAVERS, S-A-V-E-R-S, stands for silence, affirmations, visualizations, exercise, um, reading, and scribing, which scribing is also like writing. He, you know, I guess he couldn't fit in the W, so he changed it to scribing. And so we have these six things that for a strong foundation, these are six things that we can include in our morning routine. In any order, in any length of time, you can actually do these six activities in six minutes. Now, of course, your bucket will not be completely full from there, probably not even halfway full. But in six minutes, you can get through all six of these activities or six of these areas and have started your foundation, right? And then you can, once you start doing this, you're going to find naturally that you're going to want to do it longer because you're going to feel the immediate effects of it. You're going to feel like you've gotten that head start on your day. Before your kids wake up, you will have already gotten yourself prepared to face what life has, what the day has for you. So silence, let's start with, with the first S is silence. This could include simply sitting in your chair and I suggest doing it outside of your bedroom because if you're in your bed doing this and you're new, especially if you're new to not waking up or not getting up before your kids, the chances of you falling asleep are pretty high. So get out of your bed, brush your teeth, get a drink of water. Brushing your teeth just, it helps me to wake up more, like putting something in my mouth and, and the act of brushing my teeth wakes me up. Take a drink, get a drink of water. If you drink coffee, set your coffee pot the night before. Learn how to use the timer on your coffee maker so that it is ready and that'll help you get out of bed too if you're a coffee drinker. But go out to your couch, go out to a chair, comfortable chair. Sit in your chair and just be silent. How many times have you gotten to the end of the day and you have yet to even hear your thoughts, to know what you're thinking? Having those few moments of silence are golden. Sit with your thoughts. And even if that thought, if you're thinking of your nice warm bed that's waiting for you in the other room, <laughs> but really like just focus in on becoming one with your mind. I've talked before about how your thoughts lead to how you feel and what you do. 
So we really need to get in touch with what's going through your mind. What are you thinking? Meditate. If you're new to meditation, maybe you want to use a guided meditation, but meditation is simply just getting in tune with what is in your mind and thinking about it, concentrating on it, focusing on the moment, what's going on with your body, what's going on with your mind. And then focus in on your breathing, breathing in and out. Take some deep breaths. Again, not only do, do we get to the end of the day and we're like, can't even hear myself think, and that's why it may keep you up at night, which is a whole other topic that I've shared before and I'll, I'm sure I'll talk about again, is when you get to bed and those thoughts start running through your mind, it's because you never gave yourself a moment during the day to actually think of what you need to think about. What you, pro you don't, never get a moment to process what's going through your mind. So use some minutes in the morning to focus in on your thoughts and to process what's going through your mind. Focus on your breathing. Focus on the here and the now. This is mindfulness practices. These are mindfulness practices. So give yourself at least one minute and you can work yourself up to even longer of just sitting in silence and getting comfortable with that. Number two is affirmations, and this is the self-encouragement. Every Monday in the Moms With That Capes Facebook group, I offer up a, a new affirmation that you can focus on for that week. You can use that affirmation, write it down on an index card, on a post-it note, put it, you know, if, if you have a favorite seat or you get a, where you're practicing silence, put that post-it right next to it. And in the next minute, of course, it would be better if it was longer, but one minute, just focus in, say that affirmation out loud. Write it down. Make affirmations part of your morning routine. And that's just that self-encouragement affirming that you are beautiful, you are smart, you are enough, you, are, you live an abundant life. All of these beliefs, because we're starting to shift those beliefs that you believe about yourself. And affirmations is part of that puzzle. So making the affirmations part of your morning routine is, is a great thing to do. Next, visualization. Visualization is imagining what steps you need to take. It's, you know, setting your intention for the day. How do you want to feel? How do you want to feel throughout the day? You want to feel calm. You want to feel patient. You want to feel, you know, you don't want to feel overwhelmed. So what's the opposite? It's like that calm, that feeling at peace, feeling rest in the rhythm, peace with your pace. And then visualizing what steps do you need to take to feel that? How do you want to feel at the end of the day? Do you want to feel accomplished? Well, what steps need to be, need to happen? And really taking that moment to visualize in your mind's eye what that means. And you can visualize what your day is going to be. You can start visualizing, you know, a vision board is a great tool. And in December, I plan on having another vision board party. I did it last year and it was a lot of fun. And this is where you actually create a tool that's going to help you in that visualization process. The next area in the SAVERS acronym is exercise. And again, let me say this. You don't have to do these all in the same order. 
Like you don't have to go ask like silence, affirmations, visualization. This, you find your order. This is personalized. You can add other things too. These are just some ideas and some suggestions based on that book that I read. So exercise, moving your body. If you want to do it in one minute, it's a great start. Pinterest is a, um, if you are on Pinterest or even if you're not, go on Pinterest. They have lots of one minute routines, right? Where you're just like, maybe do three or four burpees or planking. Um, they have like little routines that you can do in a minute just to get your heart rate up, your body moving, and that circulation, that blood pumping. Reading. Consuming, learning, gaining knowledge. That's what your reading is about. You can read the Bible. You can read a book on personal development. If you're in my inner circle, which is Self-Care Goals Club, I'm transitioning it to the inner circle. If you are in that, we have a self-development or self-growth book group in it, and we focus on self-development books. But reading, whatever it is that you choose to read, is should be part of your morning routine, should be part of that miracle morning. Because you need to learn, you need to grow, you need to gain that knowledge and be on that quest, that, that thirst for knowledge, or, or you know, that's gonna help you grow and step into the woman that you were meant to be. So include reading in your miracle morning. And then finally, scribing. And also in the Moms Without Capes Facebook group, I do a journal prompt each week just to get you thinking. Now, once a week isn't, you know, that's a good start. And if you want a list of journal prompts, let me know. I can get that to you. But taking the time to process and to put into writing. And nowadays, like you can even do electronic journaling or like, or like recording. But the actual art of writing down what is in your mind has been shown to really help your mental health and to help you be your best. It, it, there is a definite benefit of actually writing pen to paper and bringing in like more, you know, more senses actually seeing it and feeling it like the touch of the pen to the paper and it gives you a different perspective that's for sure so include scribing or journaling or writing in your morning routine it helps increase your self-awareness by making journaling a regular practice and like I said, this doesn't have to take a full hour. You don't have to wake up at the, in the middle of the night in order to create a miracle morning. Start small. Like anything, just start small. Start by setting your alarm 10 minutes before your kids get up. If, you, if your kids get up all different times, try something. Try something that works. Try something, try something that works. Try something until you find something that works. It's all about trial and error, right? And finding what works for you. At this time, I don't do all six of those savers every single day. But I do include reading, journaling, silence. My exercise, I've moved. I don't really do it in the morning. I do it in the afternoon um, because that's when I'm finding like my slump is. And it helps me to reset 
for the rest of the day. I used to do it in the morning, but for me to do my exercise in the morning, because I've been liking to go to the gym or for a walk, one, I don't want to do it in the dark because <laughs> when I wake my kids up at six for school and um, it's still dark here. So I don't want to go outside in the dark. And um, what else? I'm trying to think the exercise I do later in the day. I do read and what I read differs every day. I've got a couple books going on right now. I, I write my journal. I have my visual. I have my vision board that I use every single day and the affirmations. The affirmations I do too and they have been printed right in the front page of my journal. So when I'm, that's part of my journaling, I read an affirmation. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it. I'm short on time, but feeling like you're at the end of your rope or that your bucket is nearing empty? Grab this list of 15 self-care practices that you can do in under 15 minutes. These ideas will get you quickly back on track and are great for moms who are limited on time. I think that's most of us. So check out the show notes or go to momswithoutcapes.com backslash self-care-ideas to download your list today.